Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick, so I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family. Cannolis and spins mean everything. Now you want to get mixed up in the family business? Introducing the Godfather at ChapaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChapaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged. I am so happy that you decided to join us. Um, if you like this podcast, you should go over and listen to a bunch of the other ones in our in our network, with like the 5-Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast or High School Hoops or Coaching Youth Hoops. All of those are, I think, interesting, and uh, we would love if you left a five-star review. You can leave those one-star reviews at home. Um, but before we jump into the topic today, I'd like to give a big shout-out to our sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish. Um, mention Coach Unplugged, and you'll get $450 off. You'll get great customer service. It is, um, it is. I can tell you from uh, someone that's still coaching, it has helped my team immensely. I can't tell you the number of shots that we have taken on our Dr. Dish machines. And then also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. You know, 25 years ago when I took over a program that no one wanted, that hadn't had had five winning seasons in 35 years, um, I was the only applicant. No one wanted it. I would have killed for a resource like teachhoops.com. It took me took me years to turn it into a national powerhouse. And um, I I have put all that secret sauce inside of teachhoops.com. So come over and check it out. 14-day free trial. It will give you the roadmap. It will give you me. It will give you one-on-one calls and office hours and, and a community of like-minded coaches. I think you'll love it. Let's head off to the podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. The next couple uh, podcasts, um, I am going to um, let you listen to an interview that I did about parents. Um you know, I discussed and how to navigate those sometimes tricky waters um, on a special podcast, The Real Game by Coaches for Coaches. So go over and check that podcast out, The Real Game for Co- by Coaches for Coaches. Um, I'll put the link down below, but go over and check that out. And um, this is just a little sneak peek of um, of that podcast that I did. But go over, there's, he, he's got, Coach, Coach Matt's got some great things over there, so go over and check it out. And let's head off to the podcast. Welcome back to this episode of The Real Game. I am your host, Matt Philbrick, and we're back here recording another episode this week. 
have a special guest with me on today that I found actually just kind of stumbled upon him as I was looking through Spotify one day. Uh, I was I'm always looking out for good basketball and coaching podcasts, and I came upon uh, this one called Coaching Youth Poops that I've been enjoying. I've listened to multiple episodes. And uh, as a basketball coach, it's all real applicable and relevant things to myself. So it kind of piqued my interest. So I reached out to one of the guys on the podcast. His name is Coach Collins, Steve Collins. He's with me today. Good to have you here today, Coach. In just a couple minutes, I'm going to give you a chance to introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about your coaching journey and how you've kind of gotten to where you are today. But Coach, you have a ton of of coaching experience. Um, I looked through your webpage a little bit. You have a website called uh, teachhoops.com. You have a Facebook page, multiple podcasts. You've been doing this for a long time. Um, you uh, are in the state of Wisconsin. I know we chatted briefly about my uh, brief experiences there. Um, but anyways, welcome welcome to the podcast. It's great to have you on here. Tell us a little bit about what you're doing and how you arrived at this point in your life. <laughs> that's a, that's more than 40 minutes right there. I know. Right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's a tough uh, one. So I've always loved coaching. Um, I had great coaches kind of growing up, um, a lot of different mentors. So something I, you know, I'm, I think I'm fifth generation teacher. Um, and you know, the coaching teaching thing just seemed to be hand in hand. I'm a math teacher, teach statistics. Um, I'm married to a psychologist. So every coach should be married (laughs) to a psychologist. Let me tell you, uh, but anyway, um, I think I'm approaching year 35, 36, 37 on coaching. And um, okay. uh, yeah, just, you know, Todd, Northern Wisconsin, Wausau. We didn't talk about that beforehand for seven years. Did a lot of hunting and fishing early in my mm-hmm. bachelor days and then uh, moved to, to Madison and, and, you know, really wasn't looking for a head job, but ended up kind of falling wow. into one. Um, the head coach became the principal. I got the job. I I was just telling somebody yesterday, October and the season started in November. Um, so to th- talk about being thrown in the deep end. Yeah. Um, and then from there, I've just been, you know, really blessed with great two staffs. I've had two staffs in 30 years, um, which is as a coach is wonderful because you build mm-hmm. a camaraderie with that. And then, um, you know, at late, I mean, in 2017, 2016, 2017 was looking for, you know, my exit plan per se, um, you know, well, how could I give back to the game that's given me so much? Um, and that's where my podcast came. I have seven podcasts, actually, if you believe <laughs> that. Um, I've I don't know how you keep up with all those. I don't. It's trust. Trust me. I'm partly yeah. a vampire. Uh, <laughs> Coach Unplugged, High School Hoops, Coaching Youth Hoops, um, the 5-Minute Basketball Podcast, and then a couple specific ones, my Funnel Down Defense and blah, blah, blah. Um, but anyway, so started doing YouTube and started doing um, those kind of things. So I wanted to get back. So I think mm-hmm. podcasts are cool. When you, when you go into someone's ear, you get a connection with them. Definitely. There's something yeah. unique about podcasting. Mm-hmm. Um, started with YouTube, kind of p- pivoted into that. Have a Facebook group that has like 120,000 people in it. So I'm trying to be as many places as I can to just give back to this game. Um, yeah, yeah. And then that's where my teach hoops.com and coaching youth hoops.com. I started that with bill. Mm-hmm. They're different ones more for a high school coaching youth hoops is we didn't think there was a lot out there for youth basketball coaches. There right. aren't um, yeah. with practice plans with how to deal with parents. Just mm-hmm. did a course on, you know, all the administrative stuff as a youth coach, what do you have to do administratively? And right. um, 
that's where this kind of all came came about. So um, okay. it's been great, and you know, I'm a couple, probably a couple handful of years away from retirement, and then uh, I can do this. I can go fishing in the morning. I can do this in the <laughs> afternoon. You know, it'll be good. <laughs> I love the uh, I love the little um, wooden sign you have. Oh, you love that? behind you. Yeah, my my basketball coach in college actually had a magnet on his fridge that basically said the same thing. We interrupt this marriage to bring you basketball season. Which for most coaches is a, is like a year round thing now. It's not. It is. It's not. I stole now. that from my brother. Actually, yeah. I was sitting on. He coached his daughter when she was. She's got to be twenty six, twenty seven when she's coming up. And I, uh, I, I actually stole it out of this house. So this one yeah. said, "Take this." I so won't I tell him. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, coach. The, the the because of time, I want to jump right into the yeah. topic today. So I, it feels like you see more and more on the news and things like that, where you have parents that are getting more and more involved in, you know, fighting with coaches, fighting with officials. Um, sometimes it's, it's verbal. Sometimes it, it gets physical. Unfortunately, it's all unfortunate, but it, it seems like it's becoming more and more commonplace. If you've done any coaching at all, you've, you've had interactions with parents and let me, and, and let me just say this as a disclaimer before we even start. Most of my experience with parents, 95% has been fine. It's been great. Like I've had supportive parents. I've had, you know, oh, yeah. you know, good, good parents that are on board. They support me. They support their, their players. They let me do what I'm doing and they kind of stay in their lane, right? Everybody has their roles. Um, right. Coaches, coach, officials, officiate, parents. Yep. Cheer it's your a players, triangle. Yep. Yep. Cheer your players on and stay in your lane. Okay. But there's always, I guess, the 5% that doesn't. And I, I'm just making that statistic up. I don't really know if that's 5%, 10%. I mean, I would, for my career, I think it's even, I think it's like 97%. Probably. You know, you, yeah, it's hard. It, it's, I, I think one of my co one of my high school coaches told, or told me early in my coaching career, it says, it's hard to be rational with an irrational person. Sure, yeah. And parents aren't rational. I'm not yeah. rational. I mean, well, when I, it comes to your kids, right? One of the hardest things I ever, one of the, I've told people this, one of the best things I've ever done and one of the hardest things I've ever done was to coach my son. Mm -hmm. It was the most joyous thing I've ever done in my life. And it was also <laughs> the hardest thing I've ever done Yeah, because you have these two little people talking, one's parent, one's coach. Yes. And they conflict at times. And Absolutely. Going back to what I said, I've had, I had a great staff who at times would say you're being too hard or you're not being hard enough or mm -hmm. why aren't you playing blah, blah, blah. So, um, it was great. And, and, and yeah. him and I still joke about it. He still thinks I messed up multiple times, didn't <laughs> play him in specific games and whatever, but and maybe we but, did, right? Who knows? And maybe I did. Yeah. I, I, I probably did. Cause I was probably the other way. So, yeah. um, it's hard. Yeah. It's really hard as a parent. It is hard. And, yeah. Uh, that, uh, cause most parents will eat their kid before they let anything happen to them. Absolutely. Like, yeah. And they're trying to protect them. So they're not. I being rash. And I get it. I get it. Like I've coached. I did a, an episode where I had my kids on the show and one of my, my oldest son I coached and my youngest is my daughter. I coached both of them and I, I had them kind of recount their experience a little bit to me. My son's experience apparently was great and he loved it. My daughter's unbeknown to me wasn't that great. She didn't really enjoy having me as a coach because she thought I was too hard on her, you know? Right. Um, and so, so there's that, there's always that line as, as a parent coach, um, that you're trying to balance it is and then we made a rule too for anybody that's out there that's listening as a parent coach the rule started as um as soon as we got in the car um 
you know, as soon as we left the, as soon as we got home, we stopped talking about basketball yep. unless he brought it up. Then it got to the car because I was driving him. You know, he's a freshman or something. I'm driving him <laughs> home. He goes, that ain't going to work. As soon as we yeah. walk out of the building, it's done. Yeah. Um, and that helped. That helped a lot because yeah. it was dad. I separated. I became dad then, not coach. It was always uh, coach. Good, but, and that um, seems like a good rule to have so that yeah. you can kind of maintain, you know, coach when you need to be and dad when you need to be. So, well, let me jump right into some questions here for you, coach. Uh, we've kind of talked about some of this already, but what are some common challenges that coaches not might face, but are going to face with parents. What are some common hurdles that we, you know, might need to get over as coaches with when it comes to dealing with parents? Uh, yeah, there's a, you know, there's lots of hurdles. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I don't think it's out of most of the time. It's out of love that the the reaction of the parent is usually out of love. Sometimes it's yeah. out of being a little bit crazy, but mm-hmm. usually it's out of love. Um, I think the obstacles are that they're not watching. And again, this is going back to what I just said, they're watching their son or daughter mm-hmm. play, but they're not watching all the sons and daughters play. Um, and I think it's, I think that's a hard obstacle to get over as a parent and watching my, it was hard when I was coaching my son, not to watch sure. him, not to watch the team, um, not to watch the game. And so I how think hard is it? How hard is it as a coach to watch your kid playing for another coach? That's hard, right? Like and when to you're, keep your mouth when, and to keep your mouth shut <laughs> is even harder. I think. Yep, yep. Sorry, um, I didn't mean to cut you off there. No, but it's true. I think it's. I think that's a difficult thing. Um, and I think the underlying thing, and 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 we'll probably talk about this in multiple different ways, mm-hmm. is, and this is from a teacher that's taught for a really long time is at the, near the end of his career is um, and I, I do life lessons. I teach statistics every day. I do a life lesson, like stupid ones and mm-hmm. important ones. Like, you know, we did a huge one about, you know, your first check, put money into a Roth IRA. Second one is oh. you know, clip your toenails after the shower. And then we I was going to say, those are important things. I was thinking like, don't eat yellow snow, <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah, you know? It's stuff like that, but they're all life lessons. They go, <laughs> what do you mean? I said, because your toenails are soft after the shower. That's when you should clip. <laughs> they look at me like I'm from Mars. Anyway. Uh, so I talk about all those things, but I also talk about one of my life lessons is, is communication. Mm-hmm. And I think that the, the, there's multiple triangles going on in basketball, again, math teacher, but the biggest one is the player, parent coach triangle and the communication doesn't always flow universally through that yeah. triangle yeah um and i think it's important too and i'll tell i'll tell a 30 second story about why Please. this is important yeah is my son on my team sophomore year going into his junior year, i have meetings i have post meetings with all my players okay and I have my assistant coaches in there because I never have meetings alone because I yeah. want other adult ears to hear what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I had three other coaches in that meeting and myself with my son talked about what he would need to do to play for me his junior year, which is going to be hard. It's going to be hard to senior year he started, but mm-hmm. junior year was going to be hard and all the things that he was going to have to do. And one of them was maybe not play AAU basketball, but work on your skill set and get stronger. Okay. Um, yeah. And told him all this stuff. 
blah, blah, blah. And meeting went well and da, da, da. And he goes home. I walk in the door. My wife lays into me <laughs> because he went home and said, dad said, I won't play next year. Oh, no. That's what he heard, and, right? And that's yeah. what he heard. And yeah. that's not what I said. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah. that is the that is the disconnect of the telephone game and the communication game. Sure. That's important. Um, and that's why it's important when you have meetings to try to have all the parties together. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that can deal with a lot of it. Deep down, usually the kids know. Yeah. Not always. I've had more than a handful that think they should have been first team all state and mm-hmm. I didn't they I cut them. <laughs> like there's always those. But for the most part, when most of the kids look in the mirror, they know they are not the third best player on the team. Yeah, yeah. They know they're six, seven, eight. Um, parents maybe not. Um, but I think that I think that communication is super important. Sure. Um, yeah. With breaking some of that stuff down, I don't know if no, I answered your question. No, yeah, you did, and and you bring up an excellent point. Communication is so important, and I feel like we'll talk about that throughout the episode, but. Um, I feel like a lot of that, and you mentioned having that communication where, with people present in person, um, in the, in the age of technology that we're in with texting and email and all that stuff, you can use that stuff. Like that's fine. You use it to your advantage, but so much emotion gets lost in translation when you're dealing with emails and texts, like you can say something in an email and that person can take it completely the wrong way because they don't hear the tone. They don't yep. hear the emotion behind it, you know? So doing that in person, like you mentioned, um, is crucial, I believe. So good And point. having those communications. So something I do in my program, and this is probably going to lead to another question later on, but mm-hmm. um, every Sunday I send out communication about what's happening. I mean, you I, you can't over-communicate with parents. You yes. can't, like, going back to the life lessons, communication deals with 97% of all problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really does. It's yep. it, it, it's that they don't know that practice yeah. is Saturday. It's been changed, or yep. that's where your issues as a coach come up. Is yes, you're going to have parents that are upset about playing time and blah blah blah, and you're not doing the, running the right offense and stuff. But mm-hmm. most of the time, when they circle the wagons, it's because <laughs> of other things. No, you're I'm absolutely just, right. I'm being real, it's you're not yeah. communicating. You're not doing. You know, the buses aren't showing up. It's the other stuff is they tend they tend to, that's where they tend to keep. No, you're absolutely right. And for any young coaches that are maybe just starting and experience some of this stuff, uh, Coach Collins is absolutely right that most of that most of that stuff comes from they just want to know what's going on, you know. And when they don't, they are, their hairs bristle a little bit, right? Because um, they because anybody because and here's the problem with young coaches they don't ha- they haven't they haven't had teenage kids, mm-hmm, yeah, like. Listen to the old guys that have had, they don't talk to you. Like, shit, yeah. my daughter was connected at my hip when she was mm-hmm. younger. And now it's like a halftime. I don't even know where she is. Right. Yeah. Like, because that's, they're, they're growing up. They're, yeah, they're, sure. they're flapping their wings and they don't necessarily want to sit and talk to mom and dad. And they yeah. don't tell them that, that old thing of like, how did school go today? Great. Like, how's practice? Good. You know, yeah. that's what happens. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know, for the <laughs> most part. <laughs> You get food right. in them. Sometimes it helps, especially well, with my son. Food is like, yeah, it's like drink. You know, sometimes it can open up the uh, open up the communication channels a little bit as information flows a little freer. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.